Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. You know, as a mom, what's best for your baby. So I think you should just go with that because, I mean, your toddler will be less picky in foods and seasoning. So it's best to kind of start, you know, like six months and up. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Well, hello there and welcome back. Today's guest is like nobody I have ever interviewed on the podcast before. She is a viral video superstar mom, but not everybody sees it that way. Her name is Grace Walters, And she's originally from the Congo, now living in New York. So Grace loves cooking. She makes all sorts of Caribbean and African foods. And she has a baby. So like a lot of us, she's at home with her baby and they're on lockdown. She decides to join TikTok. So Grace is sharing videos of all of the foods that her daughter Zuri is eating with baby led weaning, including recipes. And then she shares what is now the infamous lamb curry recipe. Now, even though you guys listening, probably recognize the benefit of feeding your baby a wide variety of foods, including meats like lamb and flavors like curry. Apparently, TikTok does not. And the internet went berserk about Grace's lamb curry video. I mean, she got so much hate about feeding lamb curry. People saying it was disgusting and babies couldn't eat that. And it looks like dog food. 
There was even one troll who threatened to call CPS for her feeding her baby lamb curry. Anyway, one of the moms in my community forwarded me the story. It was all over the news last week. And she was like, did you see this? And I read a few of the TikTok comments and my anxiety for this mom immediately went through the roof because she was doing nothing wrong. In fact, Grace is doing everything right. So I wanted to have her on the podcast to talk about feeding our babies different cultural foods, using seasonings and spices liberally in baby-led weaning, and just also to let her know that there's a whole community of us parents and caregivers out there who really do support moms like Grace and caregivers who are looking to raise independent eaters and who want to help prevent picky eating by feeding babies a wide variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures. So Grace also has a small shop where she produces and sells seasonings and sauces, and she's going to tell us a little bit about that endeavor as well. And do not worry, I got her lamb curry recipe. So I'm going to be sharing that in the show notes for this episode, which you guys can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 80. So with no further ado, here is TikTok sensation and lamb curry making super mom, Grace Walters. Grace, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know it's been absolutely crazy for you the last few days since your TikTok video about making your baby Zuri lamb curry went viral. And I know a lot of the feedback has not been positive, but I want you to know we totally support you and I'm dying to get the lamb curry recipe. Zuri is 13 months old now. You've been doing baby led weaning since she was six months. Take us back and tell us a little bit about how it went for you when you were starting solid foods with Zuri. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I'm from Congo and how I started baby led weaning was when my daughter turned six months. I just felt like she was showing interest in food. Like, you know, I'll be having dinner with my husband and she'll try to grab the food from our plate. So I was like, maybe, you know, she's interested. Let me try and share of some of the food that I was making. And I cook a lot. I cook all the time. So I started giving her a little bit of portions of food that I was doing, like lamb curry or beef stew, stuff like that. And she will, at first, will just play with it put it in her mouth and throw it and stuff like that. But then she started enjoying it, the sauces and the seasoning. So I was like, okay, so I can keep going. And now she's 13 months and she loves it. (laughs) So that's how I started with that. Would you say in Congo, do people do, obviously they call it something different, I'm sure, but baby led weaning, like, is it more traditional in the community that you grew up in for babies to learn to feed themselves? Or do the parents like generally put the food in the baby's mouth or put the spoon in the baby's mouth? So from where I'm from, we start even earlier than that. Like at four months, the parents will start giving them, we call it fufu. It's like corn and you just put it in sauces. And that's how we start with babies back home with chicken and stuff like that. So we start even earlier than that. Like in Congo, we don't really have uh, stores where you have like Gerber and stuff like that. I mean, we do have that, but it's expensive, you know? So parents are just motivated to cook themselves for their kids. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma. 
but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. And you mentioned chicken as a first food. So is it traditional for babies in Congo to have not just fruits and vegetables and starches, but also meats as well? Yes, meats. It's like our first food. I started with lamb and then I did pasta and stuff like that. But back home, we start with meat, chicken, beef. Yeah, so it's we start with meat and we also introduce veggies and fruits and, and the rest. <laughs> okay, so I really applaud you for pushing your baby's palate. I love that you're sharing this idea that babies can eat a wide variety of foods safely. Because we know if you look at the research, like diet variety is so important for helping to prevent picky eating. So I'm sorry that the haters on TikTok have no clue, but why do you think people reacted so strongly to the videos that you were posting of Zuri eating foods like lamb curry? I think people reacted strongly and I got a lot of hate, especially from moms. I thought it's because, you know, and I'm not trying to mom shame or anything because it's hard to prepare meals every day for your baby. It's time consuming, you know, like, you know, we have a lot of women who have like jobs and stuff like that. So it's not easy to come back home and here we go preparing a whole meal for a baby. So I get that part, but I feel like I got a lot of hate because maybe some mothers were projecting their cooking insecurities on me, you know? So, yeah. I also think it's really shocking. Like I know for myself, when people go through my 100 First Foods program, they're like, yeah, day one, avocado, day two, banana, day three, sweet potato. Day four, we do lamb. And that's when people are like, what? Babies can't eat meat. And I think because oftentimes you're pushing their conventional understanding of what babies, quote unquote, should eat. Yes. They're not, maybe because they've never seen it, they certainly don't believe it. And so I do a lot of my work on Instagram. And it's funny because some of the gals on my team are younger than me and they're like super into TikToks. Like you have to be on TikTok. I was like, I don't want to be on TikTok. Like I like Instagram. Like that's where I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. I have a really supportive community of parents who are like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know a baby could eat lamb. I'd like to learn more about how to feed lamb safely versus like, I read a few of the comments on your TikTok, on your videos, and it gave me anxiety. Like I couldn't believe how mean and cruel people were about you feeding a food to your baby, which is totally safe just because it's something that they didn't do. So tell me a little bit about like TikTok. I know you're using it as a platform to teach about cooking and stuff, which I think is awesome. But I mean, it's hard, huh? Yes, it's not easy. You know, when I got on TikTok, I got there because, you know, I was just uh, not say bored, but it was literally when the pandemic started and we were in lockdown. And I, you know, I love to cook and I saw people making videos on cooking and it looked great. And I just wanted to share my recipes and connect with people. So that's how I started with TikTok. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of inspire other moms and show them that it's okay to give your baby real food and spices and seasoning. And, you know, just to show them that their baby could also love it and 
as they grow, they will maybe not be that picky. Absolutely. What you're doing is mimicking what the research shows us, that the greater the variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures that we introduce to babies early and often, the more likely they are to eat a variety of foods and the less likely they are to be picky. And I know Zuri is 13 months now. Could you tell us a little bit about how she eats now? Like, What does a typical day look like to you in your family for a 13-month-old? So in the morning, usually I make her, she likes eggs with spinach or, and I add some fruits. I'll give her strawberries, banana, cut it up. Or sometimes I'll give her toast with peanut butter. I made sure to start with peanut butter early again because I wasn't sure if she'll be allergic and stuff. So that's why I started with that. Uh, That's in the morning. And then for lunch, you know, I'll make her carrots or sweet potatoes or maybe leftovers from the night before. Like if I made pasta or something like that, just a little a little bit. And then for dinner, she'll have whatever I'm cooking for my husband and I. So usually, you know, I like to cook uh, Caribbean food or African food. So again, like the lamb curry, the popular dish, lamb curry, or what else we like? Rice and beans. She really loves that. You know, sometimes sweet potatoes or I'll just mix every other day. And what is she drinking right now? So I give her water and, you know, I also get a lot of hate for giving her water. So I... uh, Isn't that hilarious? Like people would hate on you for giving a baby water. Now, early on, babies don't need extra water, certainly early on in eating. But by the time your baby turns 12 months of age, really the foods that we offer should be mimicking what the rest of the family is eating. And she's not drinking as much breast milk or formula as she did previously. We can meet babies fluid needs from foods and milk and water. And you definitely can be giving her water. Again, people are going to have their own opinions on everything, as I'm sure you know, but I really just applaud you for putting it out there that this is what you guys are doing. And I love your message about Zuri being able to eat, you know, modified versions of the same foods the rest of your family eats. You're like, whatever we're having for dinner, we're having for dinner. And that day on TikTok, it happened to be lamb curry and everyone went crazy. So back to the lamb curry, because you're on a podcast for a community that's really supportive of this idea. And I want you to know that there are parents out there who do support you and you feeding your baby exactly what it is the rest of your family eats. Kids don't need special kid food. Restaurants don't need to have kids menus. There doesn't need to be an aisle at Target packed with you know shelf-stable kids yogurt, which is full of added sugar. It's all pretty ridiculous if we think about it. So thank you for reminding us that. Back to the lamb curry, though, because I know everyone's going to ask. If I can, I'm going to get the lamb curry recipe from you to share if that's okay, because I think my audience would love to know how to make it. What are some of the ingredients in the lamb curry that you feed to Zuri? So because I do my own uh, blend of spices, I do mix the curry that I get at the Caribbean store. And I also blend it with, I'll put some peppers, like the orange pepper for the color. Sorry, bell pepper or spicy pepper? It's not spicy. It's like, uh, it's the sweet one. Yeah, sweet pepper, or I guess in like traditional American culture, think of bell peppers, which was funny. When I lived in South Asia, my mom sent me seeds for bell peppers and I grew them. And my family was like, the family I lived with was like, these are the dumbest peppers ever. They don't taste like anything and they don't have any flavor and they don't have any heat. So yeah, like your generic boring peppers is what I'm thinking of, but you might, you're calling them sweet peppers. Yeah, I think that's how we call it. You know, in my country, it's a sweet, you can get the yellow or orange pepper. 
And then I put the, the curry powder that I get at the local Caribbean store here in New York. And I put some onions in there. I put olive oil. Okay. Can I get the recipe from you to share? Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. I'll link that up for you guys on the show notes for this episode. If you go to blwpodcast.com forward slash 80, we'll have the recipe that Zuri had from lamb curry that set the internet off. So let's talk a little bit about the spices because as we know, babies don't have to eat bland food. A lot of parents, though, they're hesitant, especially, you know, you mentioned there's a lot of American adults. There's adults all over the world who are intimidated by cooking and they're hesitant to explore with spices and seasoning for babies because they think like, oh, I'm not supposed to flavor the food. Can you tell us a little bit about your business, Texi Kitchen, and how did you come to get involved in preparing like homemade sauces and seasonings? So for a long time, people always ask me about, you know, cooking preparation and what spice that I use for certain foods, like my family members or my friends. So that's how, you know, they kind of inspired me to start my own business and share my homemade sauces and seasoning and blends. So yes, you know, I was just getting a lot of questions, especially with my TikTok videos. You know, they'll ask me, how did you do this? And I also did this, I mean, my business, because I wanted to make it easy for people. Like, just for example, my mother-in-law likes to cook a lot too. And, you know, she's a little bit older and, you know, she doesn't like to make four or five different spices. Like she gets overwhelmed. So I blend it all together and, you know, just to make it easy. So basically that's how I started it. I was making spices for her and for my family. And I'm like, you know, because other people in my family don't really cook like that. So I just wanted to make it easy. And, uh, you know, we started talking at the dinner table. They're like, well, you make it easy for us. We don't have to look for five different spices and try to mix it in a dish. It's just in one jar and I make it like, you know, so it's easy for everyone to use. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love your confidence in your baby's ability to eat so many different things. And I know that there's other moms, parents, caregivers who are listening, who they are also challenging the status quo about what babies can safely eat. So for those listening who are getting pushback from their partners or their mother-in-laws or even TikTok about the different food choices that they're helping their baby learn how to eat, what would you say to give them confidence to continue really pushing their baby's palate? Okay. So a lot of people are like culturally misinformed on what they can or can't give their baby. My first advice is to always consult with your baby pediatrician, doctor, you know, and start the process of, you know, baby weaning a little bit earlier than a year. You know, like I started at six months. I don't know if that was too early. No, that's perfect. We say right at around six months of age, plus when the baby's showing the other signs of readiness to feed. You know, you go with your gut like you did. Yes. And my uh, pediatrician actually recommended, it was like, is she getting interested in foods? If she is, try to give her a little bit and see how she, she does. So always consult with your doctor first and, you know, 
trust your instinct. And I know that people could have, like mothers could have, um, be scared a little bit because maybe, you know, a family member said, this is not how they did it with their kids and stuff. I feel like you should just go with your gods and you know, as a mom, what's best for your baby. So I think you should just go with that because I promise that when the baby grows and the baby will be less picky. I mean, your toddler will be less picky in foods and seasoning. So it's best to kind of start when you are supposed to start, you know, like six months and up. Yeah. And I know for, it's sometimes for parents that are listening when their babies are just starting out at six and seven months, they feel really overwhelmed because they'll see pictures or videos of other babies eating way more than their baby or faster or different foods or not gagging as much. Now, always try to remind parents not to compare your baby to anyone else's that early on in solids, they don't need to eat that much. They're still getting most of their nutrition from breast milk or formula. And so it's not like Zuri woke up at her six month birthday and knew how to eat, you know, a appropriate portion of lamb curry. It took time. And how long would you say, like, if you can even remember, I know it's hard, but like, when did it really click for her? If you started at six months of age, by about what age was she showing interest in food to the point where you could start either dropping a milk feed or you had to provide her with more food or she was actually eating it versus just playing with it? When did that happen? I'll say 10 months. So it took me at least four months into like being very confident into this is what she's going to have and maybe a, a bottle later. You know, I wasn't relying into like the baby jar food because at 10 months I knew she was ready, but you know, it took four months, at least three months, three months and a half for her to also be confident that, okay, this is how I need to eat and I'm going to be full. So yes, it took me three and a half months to get there. Grace, thank you so much for sharing your story. I just want to reiterate that we really support you and your decision to introduce Zuri to a wide variety of foods is I think so inspiring and it, you're doing an awesome job helping her to become an independent eater. And for our audience who wants to learn more about you, where can they go to learn more about your videos, lamb curry, your spices? Like, tell us all the places. So my TikTok is Texas Kitchen one And um, I also make YouTube videos where I do details recipe. So it's Texas Kitchen on my YouTube. And I also have my website where I sell my seasoning and spices, and that's texakitchen.com. Thank you so much. This was an amazing conversation. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with the TikTok sensation and lamb curry making super mom, Grace L. Walters. I know the internet can be a super nasty place at times. Like, I can't believe all of the mean comments that people were making about Grace and the lamb curry recipe that she made for Zuri. But then the internet can also be kind of amazing because we were able to find her, get her on the podcast, listen to Grace's side of the story, and also get the lamb curry recipe, which I'm going to be linking up all of Grace's social channels and her small shop. It's called Texie Kitchen. That's where she makes a lot of different seasoning mixes and sauces. She has this peanut butter sauce she was telling me about after the interview. I just ordered it from her site. There's a really cool peanut butter shrimp recipe on her page as well that I'm going to be trying. But you can check out all of her locations online. She's got a YouTube channel. She's still on TikTok. Good for her. Uh, but also her small shop. If you go to the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 80. Thanks so much for listening. And also, hey, thank you so much for supporting other moms who, like all of us, are just doing our best to try to help push our baby's palates 
beyond basic, boring baby food. You guys are all doing a great job. And don't you let TikTok tell you any differently. Bye for now. <laughs>